Hey, welcome to A-Sides with John Chapman. I'm John Chapman. Shocking, right? Um, I'm psyched about the band today, the Happy Fits. I think I first heard them on Alt Nation on Sirius Radio with Hold Me Down. Um, that cello, that cello is pretty hopping. Can you say a cello is hopping? No one's ever said that before. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get to the interview. Uh, the guys were really delightful. Um, can you call a rock band delightful? Hey, I'm old. I guess I can, right? Uh, but anyway, these guys are great. Uh, they're touring. I'm a big fan, so it was really cool to uh, talk to them. And um, yeah, let's get to the interview because this is one rambling uh, introduction. How are you guys? Very good. Well, we're good. good. You could say we're 10 weeks in and a little tired, but <laughs> we're we're still really excited for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And you guys are in Seattle right now? Yes. yes. We are. Yeah, we just drove 12 hours yesterday from Sacramento. Yeah. Oh. We're playing at the showbox tonight with the main and Charlotte Saints. Nice. nice, nice, nice. How's how's the weather in Seattle right now? actually great um yeah i, thought. Was, I like was, it because it's a little cold and we were it was very hot before it was um, raining as it always does when we're in seattle but um it stopped around like two o'clock and it's been clear ever since so cool all right well thanks for the interview guys uh just wanted the one report in seattle <laughs> so uh Tell me, tell me how the tour is going. You guys have been road warriors for uh, for a little bit. Tell me uh, how the tour has been. I know you've been pretty aggressive lately. Yeah, we started back in October. It was our first tour back from the pandemic. So that was eight weeks. It was a national headlining tour. We hit basically every major city in the U.S. And it was life-changing. Like before the pandemic, we were playing rooms to like 20 to 50 kids maybe. And that last tour was like 300 to 500 kids a show. And it was so awesome to see how much we've grown through the pandemic, just doing live streams. And then we started up again this year, February 22nd, I believe. And yeah, we've been just basically playing like four or five shows a week all over the U.S. Um, we were hitting a lot of smaller cities in the beginning uh, with Sarah and the Sundays. And then once we hopped on the mains tour, we would just hit in every major city out there. And those shows have been crazy because it's like the first time we've ever played to like, uh, like a thousand people or like the largest show is like 1,400 people. And like that was in Boston and that was mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Um, and it's also like our second support tour ever. So we've always been pretty much headlining and it's definitely a change of pace. Uh, you know, we load in, do sound check, and then it's like, what do we do for these few hours? <laughs> uh, so it's been interesting. We've been able to explore the cities a lot more than we usually can. So it's been really, really cool. Yeah, it's been it's been a life changing experience for sure. Again, for the second time in the last <laughs> double life changing. Yeah. 
You know, it's, I gotta be honest, it's, it's kind of frustrating, like doing some of these interviews because like we've lost like two years or, you know, a year and a half or whatever with the pandemic, but like for you guys, um, I feel like you were hitting, and by the way, by no means do I mean that you hit any stumbling block whatsoever. I want to preface this question with that, but like, I feel like you guys were hitting such, such a momentum and, and such a run and then abruptly, you know, the world stops and everything. Um, but you really, if any band made the most of, um, I will say going completely and utterly insane being cooped up during a pandemic. It was you guys with, you know, the puppet chair and everything. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, I, I want to say staying sane, but I'm not sure you guys did. But, you know, during, <laughs> during that period of time of, you know, getting the buzz, you know, off the first record and, and hitting the road and then just having everything stop, like everything did with, with everybody, but just in particular with you guys. Um, it was definitely jarring at first because we the second album was made to be played live and we just finished recording it at like, we spent six weeks on it, finished at like 5 a.m. in February 2020 or March 2020 literally drove across the country to Arizona in four days and played three shows to start this tour. And then, yeah, the pandemic shut down that entire tour. Yeah. We were in Arizona on March 13th. So that's when everything shut down. Um, Which is, yeah. Day we'll scary. never forget for sure. Very scary. And then, yeah, we literally packed up all our stuff and went right back home in three days. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. We, you know, the first two weeks we were just like really confused and we we're just like, is music still going to be around? And then eventually we started uh, picking it up, doing a lot of live streams. And eventually I moved into Ross's house because I could not stand living with my parents. And, <laughs> and yeah, so I moved into our rehearsal space. I had like a tiny little sleeping area that was like the only barricade was like this tiny like fold out wall that we had and then we built like a studio around it that was like primed for live streaming so there were like lights everywhere i figured out dmx and like got luke's drums to like trigger the lights and everything and i was playing cello and everything was like perfect for like live streams and we were kind of surprised we pulled it off um and yeah it was just fun every week uh, we do like one hour long music live stream and like we'd always do a, a fan roll call to see where people were tuning in from. And there'd be like all over the world, like Malaysia, Denmark, um, Europe, Scotland, Brazil. a lot. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing is because we didn't really interact with our international fan base until then. Yeah. It was also a way to like, I know it looked like we went a little, a little overboard, a little insane with some of the skits and stuff that we included, but <laughs> It was a way to keep us on a regular schedule. Yeah, it gave us routine. Yeah, it just gave us a routine because it was like every Friday music live stream, and then like every like Wednesday we do like a gaming live stream, like a Twitch mm-hmm. live stream or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of fun though, and it just like it gave us some sort of regiment, and it made us feel like we we're still being productive because we could have just sat there for a year and a half and not done anything but yeah it's not really our style <laughs> like we, we always just like before this all we wanted to do is tour so we'd hop off one tour go on the next tour hop off one tour go on the next tour and just like keep doing it so 
to have that like taken away, we had to find a new way to like satisfy this craving of playing playing yeah. live music. And yeah, I don't know. It works. For, it helped us, and it yeah connected us with our fans a lot. Coming more. back out on the road, it's like all the fans will come up to us, and be like, "Thank you for doing the live streams," and we won't know their names, but we'll know their usernames from the comments. Yeah. Like, What's your username? And that's how we kind of get to know our fans now. How do you um how do you approach touring? I mean, you guys really are touring a lot now. I mean, how do you approach it? How has that changed you now? I mean, it's probably almost like a euphoric feeling, right? Being back on the road and you know, not like we had at home. Before the pandemic, it was just us three, and then our friend Tyler, who was tour managing us, and now it's like we have three crew on the road with us that are super helpful. They like load in, load out for us, drive most of the time for us. And that has just been incredible to have that. Um, I guess, you know, we're getting older too. So it helps that we don't have to do that much physical movement. Um, but yeah, it's really allowed us to just like really focus on the playing aspect. And yeah. Like yep. have a lot more energy saved. Yeah. And like going ham every single night uh, where before, you know, would be tired or sick or something. And Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about changes because, like, um, I, I don't want to say it's like a detour in sound um, necessarily, but but there is definitely a progression there um, lyrically. And all right, fuck it, I'll say sound also. But like, there is just kind of um, I don't know, like not necessarily like a heaviness or a weightiness with it, but there's definitely a self reflection that that just I, I guess everyone's been through the same thing you know and it's hit everyone in some some kind of um way um talk to me a little bit about it and you know what what way it's taking you in, into the future i think um it's important that you know for our last two albums we only had like six weeks to record each of those albums and so to move into this album we moved to Brooklyn for a few months um, and we actually probably ended up recording for five to six months um, and really got to sit with these songs. And, you know, it was, we were getting out of the pandemic then. I mean, we're still kind of in it, but um, it's like, it was a time to really reflect and be like, okay, what songs we had a lot of songs to like sift through and choose from. And it's like, what songs do we really relate to and feel like could make an impact, but also, you know, musically, uh, get us to the next level, like what we really want to be um, and like really focus on, you know, the importance of lyrics as well as like the cello is a very key part to our band. So how can we utilize that in a way that like it really takes the forefront where we didn't really have as much time with past albums to focus on that. Um, so that's a big part. And a lot of this album is a lot of, it's like, not only self-reflection but it's more of like not as much talking about ourselves but things that are going on as well in the world and the hope is is also people feel that way too right right talk to me calvin a little bit about the the cello i i have a few friends who play it do you do you just kind of play it you know on your own like just away from the band is kind of a you know, music is therapy just in general. Um, I don't I don't play anything. That's why I vicariously lived through uh, interviewing bands. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I could see that that particular instrument just kind of being uh, 
you know, a way of any string instrument, I guess, just being a way to just detox a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I grew up playing uh, classical cello when I was eight. So I did it like really seriously up until like my first year of college when we decided to drop out. And I honestly like just really loved indie music growing up. And I started writing like my own like rock music um, when Ross and I started getting together. And, you know, I never really intended us to be like, oh, we're that band with the cello. It just ended up being that I didn't know how to play bass um, or guitar, really. And I was just like, I really want to play rock. So I'm going to try my best to make this cello fit in this world. Um, and, you know, I've been developing my pedal system for like four years at this point, and I'm pretty happy with where it's at now, right now. Um, but, you know, there's always new pedals coming out that help it translate to a live setting more. Right. Um, but yeah, away from the band, I mean, whenever I'm with my siblings, like sometimes we'll play chamber music and everything. But my honestly, my favorite instrument to write music on is the guitar and drop D and maybe piano, too. But yeah. I think I think a big thing, uh, a big reason why I I I really love your band is that never does the cello feel like a gimmick. It's just a part of the band, and it and it could be <clears throat> very easily used as a tool. You know what I mean? Like, and and it never once feels that way. It's just a part of who you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely in the studio. We try to make like you know good decisions when it comes to. Should there be a bass playing the bass line right now? Or should it be a cello? And we we switch off whenever it feels right. And we never try to really force it. Like if it doesn't sound like it's a good rock song with the cello playing the part that's there, we'll take right. it out. Right. Yeah, there's definitely that fine line of like, how do we make the cello feel like really drive these melodies? But like you said, don't overdo it where it becomes like a Disney song or something yeah. like that silly where it would just be like take you out of that feeling that we're trying to portray yeah for sure it could definitely feel like musical theater if you layer too much yeah. <laughs> it, could be, it could just be very easy to stop trying so hard you know and basically just be like insert cello solo yes here yeah, right. <laughs> you know what i mean we, so. we didn't even because like, when we started the band we didn't think of like promoting ourselves or marketing or anything it yeah. wasn't until our managers came that they were like you know this cello thing is really unique and we were just like oh you know because like we didn't know any other musicians to play with so it was never like a, a discussion to be like let's be a cool band with the cello you know? yeah it's just like this these are the people we know that like the three of us are the people we play with mm -hmm. and uh it, yeah i don't know and then it kind of became like a cool thing that like fans could latch on TV like oh check this band out yeah like, the lead player is a cello player it's which been is really cool. fun seeing the main fans react to it every night yeah they see them on stage before we come out and they're like are those just for show and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's cool to be able to stand up with it too because a lot of people don't know that you can do that now with cello you don't have to be glued to your seat anymore right like like Lizzo plays the flute but I'm not really sure that everyone's waiting for Lizzo to play the flute when she's on stage. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> she's incredible though when she yeah. plays. Like, yeah, she's really gifted. So, so just give me um, an idea of what the what the rest of the. I mean, listen, you know, we're we're entering the uh, the season of the, the of the uh, music fest, and I'm sure you guys are locked in on a couple of those. But like, um, 
as you finish up this this latest round of dates, I'm sure summer has more round of dates coming up. Yes, definitely. Uh, we actually, yeah, we finished up our uh, first time going to the, the EU is going to be this fall. So we haven't announced those dates or our next headlining uh, fall tour. Yeah. yeah. We're excited, really, really excited for those. Um, I, I think we're also prioritizing in the summer as our album is going to be coming out so a lot of stuff around that as well um which we're really excited yeah yeah so we're doing like we do bottle rock at the end of may um we're doing a chicago festival city mm-hmm. festival uh was was it wicker park yeah wicker park fest wicker park and then fest. we're doing um not sure if this has to get cut out because they haven't announced yet we're doing summer fest in milwaukee which is gonna be fun oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, i was like super I'm not cutting anything out, you fucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're so excited. We're yeah. But, um, yeah, right. Yeah. Two weeks after this tour ends on May 11th, and then we're flying to Napa Valley to play Bottle Rock. Oh, which sweet. Is be sweet. Fun. Yeah. And then until then, it's basically just, yeah, really trying to bring the live streams back um, during the summer. To really connect with all the international fans again. Yeah, and shoot some music videos and release some new music. Yeah. And the so and awesome. the and the record's done, right? The new yeah, record. It's been done. Yeah. October. Yeah. For a while. And we've had the masters in hand since December. So it's just we've been sitting on it and we're so excited. It's one of those where we feel like each single is just better than the next. So we're just so excited <laughs> for everything really. Awesome. You yeah, guys are great. you guys are great. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, you, no, I, I I appreciate any band that stands out, and you guys always do. So, um, best of luck with everything. All right. Thank you. Where, so much. Uh, where are you based right now? I'm in New York. Oh, you're in oh, New York. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. You guys are Jersey boys, right? Yeah. yeah. Not too yeah. far from us. I think, yeah. Off yeah. the record, sometime in December, we're playing Webster. Yeah, Webster Hall. So you are you? Buy. I'll come by. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. We just played it with the main and it was it's insane. a fantastic room. Yeah. And we're very excited. Yeah. They renovated it, I think, right? Since uh yeah, yeah. a lot nicer than I hear it used to be. So it, <laughs> yeah. it was, especially for New York City. Well they could only go up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, you guys have a good show tonight, all right? Hey, thanks so much. Have a great one. Thanks so much Please for having us.